What's up, everyone? This is Hannah with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. I am a physical therapist here in Charleston, and I am the new host of this podcast. This podcast is meant to give you the correct health and fitness information, along with spreading awareness of all of the different health and fitness professionals here in Charleston. I love being able to use this podcast as a way to meet all of those around me that are trying to make the world a better place. And my mission as a PT is to educate people and to empower them to take ownership and control of their health. This is season three of the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Healthy Charleston. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. You. Thanks so much for listening to the show. This podcast is sponsored by Made to Move Physical Therapy, and we believe that movement is medicine. If you have been dealing with pain that's preventing you from doing what you love, and if you're looking for a healthcare provider to help you meet your goals, then go to madetomovept.com slash contact us. That two is the number two. Fill out the form and reference the Healthy Charleston podcast. Listeners get 10% off their first session. On today's episode, we have Leah, owner and founder of B. Minton, self-care boxes for women. Leah found herself in the all-too-familiar story of burnt out as a mom, working full-time, and volunteering, and she was looking for a way to spark realistic self-care and create long-term habits, but she couldn't find it, so she created it. Every box is thoughtfully designed, curated, and ethically sourced from small businesses in the U.S. Leah and I talk about self-care, the science behind mindfulness and meditation, how self-care is a practice, and how we can get away from the the get-through-the-day mentality. Leah gives advice for anyone out there struggling, feeling anxious all the time, a slave to their to-do list. With the holiday season coming up, it's the perfect time to buy yourself or buy your friends and family a self-care gift box, although Leah thinks of them more as toolkits. So keep listening for a special discount for our listeners. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. Today, we have Leah, owner and founder of B. Minton Self-Care Gift Boxes for Women. Welcome, Leah. Hi, Hannah. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm excited. Me too. Can we start with, can you tell me a little bit about yourself, your background, what you've been doing in the past few years, ultimately what led you to create this product? Absolutely. So I think my origin story is pretty universal. It started with burnout, Mm -hmm. the dreaded burnout. So to back up, um, I actually hold a Master's of Public Administration from the College of Charleston. And I've worked for years even leading up to that and then after that um, in public policy and advocacy, actually specializing in disability rights. So I'm still very involved with that. And my story is such that love the work, hated the job. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm a mother, (laughs) I volunteer, I'm very involved in my community, working 100-hour weeks, night meetings. Oh, yes. So I work um, between Charleston and New York. And it's in government, it's nonprofit, it's really important work. I love the work, but I, just, I mean, it was completely not sustainable to yeah. me as far as a lifestyle goes. So, I mean, I just hit the dreaded burnout and I hit it mm. hard. And what's interesting is I was talking to so many of my women friends and they all had similar stories. I mean, completely different careers, completely different experiences. You know, they lived in different parts of the country, but they were all experiencing this burnout in life and work. You know, we all started realizing that we were giving 110% to everyone. Yeah, all the time. Except and we, for yourself. Except for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You got it. So <laughs> scraping the barrel of the, you know, the bottom. And I'm an analytical person by nature. You know, I'm very, you know, I like to do research. It's my background. Um, And so when I started hearing people promote the concept of self-care, I took it from an analytical, an analytical perspective, because to me, I'm thinking, ugh, eye roll. Like, I don't like a bubble bath. What is self-care? I don't have time to go to a spa day. I work full time. I'm a parent. Like that just did not resonate with me. So I did the research. 
And I really started to look at what is self-care. And I started to really embrace the concept of realistic self-care. And what I mean by realistic self-care is really what it sounds like. Like when you are a person who is pulled in 20 different directions at all times, you don't have time to really, you know... Go off and do a yoga retreat for the first three days. That sounds great. I mean, I would love to do that, but I don't have time for that. And most people don't. So I started looking for self-care tools. Like, how do I do this? And I struggled to find something. So enter Bementin. And um, we launched just about a year ago. So I'm one of those COVID COVID babies. Yes, I'm a pandemic story. Uh, But honestly, it was... That's a whole nother conversation, the challenge of launching a business during the pandemic. But ironically, the timing couldn't have been more oh, perfect. Oh, yeah. It was like when self-care, rest and recovery was like the hottest was it's it? ever been. Yeah. I mean, it was all health and wellness became a priority was, for everyone. And it's, yeah. People realized, oh, I should be doing this. Exactly. It almost like woke everyone up. And it woke me up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm curious if your listeners, you know, were like me in the sense that it got a little bit of an eye roll when people mm-hmm. would say, you need some self-care yeah you know I think that also there's a lot of conversation I'm I find fascinating around sort of toxic positivity have you heard about this you know where people are like just smile just rest just do that you know that's really hard on someone who is experiencing burnout who is experiencing um you know struggles in their life and again you know my background's in disability rights so I'm all about you know mental health advocacy and I'm all about taking care of yourself I just struggled to take care of myself. You know, I was always at the bottom. So, again, you know, thinking about how can I help other women be an advocate, because that's what I want to do, and support them by just giving them little ways to practice self-care, whatever that looks like for them. And we'll get into that because it sure does look different for different people, and that's a good thing. Um, And so that was sort of the origins of Beeminton because I wanted to do something that was a gift, but I wanted to do something that was more than a gift. And a big part of what I do with my self-care collections, and that's really what I'm doing here. I'm really creating these self-care gift boxes. They're I call them, you know, beautifully curated, ethically sourced. What that means is they look really nice. But a lot of thought went into them. So um, everything from the products I, you know, I feature in my box as to how I put them together to, you know, how they're going to help you. Because we talked a little bit about, you know, before we started recording, the, the who, what, why, how of self-care. Um, it's more than just a buzzword. I know that it's getting a lot of traction right now. I think hopefully that's a good thing. You know, I know that you need to unpack that for a lot of people, but... Self-care is essential care. I think it is so important, especially for, you know, people who listen to your podcast, and I'm one of them. That's how I found Mm -hmm. y'all. You know, we want to think about our wellness holistically. So it's our physical health, it's our mental health, it's, you know, fueling our soul. It's doing all those things that are really important. So that way, we're not just rushing through life. Mm -hmm. And, And that's an important point because... I I think this will resonate with some people when I say that I was one of those women who literally was just getting through the day. Mm, Like literally my eyes would open and it was like, I got to get through this day. Mm. I mean, between your kid, your family, the house, your job, your staff, your boss, what, you know, every, and every other million things that are pinging you throughout the day. Um, it was just get through the day, get to bed crash, not get quality sleep, wake up and do it again. And, and just get through another And day. just get through it. And so I had to hit a dark place of burnout to realize, like, what the heck am I doing? This isn't just... And again, this is all leading up to be mint, and I'm just sharing this with you to say, like, I've just wanted to be happier. I mean, I think that that's pretty universal. I think we're all just... We do all of these things... To be happy, you know, and, and whatever, however you define that for yourself, that also took a lot of time mm-hmm. for me to spend some time thinking about what it is. But now that I'm on the other side of it, oh my gosh, I sleep better. I have better connections and relationships. I'm literally just happier. I'm actually closer with my son than I've ever been oh. before. How old is your son? He's 11 now. Oh. So he's in fifth grade here in Charleston. And... 
you know, I have one child. I'm very close with him. But it's funny because he even remembers sort of, you know, mommy pre-Bementon when I was, I mean, when I say most nights I wasn't home for his bedtime because I was at night meetings. Mm -hmm. I was at public meetings. I was, you know, I, I did advocacy and policy. It's, it's really important work, but man, it is. It's hard to do work-life balance. You know, people talk about work-life balance, yeah. and even that is becoming like, oof, how do you even define that? That didn't even, that wasn't even on my radar. I, I think, too, you know, for me, I I did love the work. I love what I do. I'm actually still involved in it because I think, you know, advocacy work is so important. We need people out there making the world a better place. Um, I guess for me, I just got so lost in it that I just couldn't find my way out and so taking a deep breath light at the end of the tunnel I started be minton and when I started doing the research I was like oh this is self-care self wait a minute I can do this and so I wanted to be able to share it with other people yeah so what was it that made you realize oh I can do this it's not a yoga retreat it's not a bubble bath Ooh, I don't know if there was one thing so much as Again, the science of self-care. I'm fascinated by that. Like, let's just take one specific example. So you hear a lot about, like, gratitude journaling, okay? Mm -hmm. I have never owned a journal in my life. That's not what I do. You know, I'd heard people talk about it, um, and I, you know, it seemed well and good. I, I like the concept of um, taking a moment to appreciate um, what you have, you know, the world you live in, those around you. I think those are all valid points. But but why do I have to write them down? Well, actually, the science behind it is fascinating. It actually, just by do, writing down three things a day that makes, that you are grateful for, and again, the smaller the better. They don't have to be huge things, just little things. It actually triggers a chemical reaction in your brain. I mean, you can, and I actually have a blog on my website if anyone is interested in learning a little bit about the science behind it. Um, that actually, I mean, it really, it's like, it's like exercise that I know you, you know, y'all specialize in, you know, you release the dopamine, you get that, that little trigger of happiness, um, from doing these type of things, it actually shifts your chemical, mm-hmm. um, makeup and your, you know, quote unquote mental makeup, right? Your outlook, your perspective on things. And can, it can actually make you happier. And to me, you know, I'm, you can see I'm smiling ear to ear when I talk about I it because you don't smile. <laughs> I'm a joyful smile. person. I am a joyful person, but I just, I think that's awesome. You know, like, so to, that's what it was for me. You asked, you know, what it was that flipped. When I realized it wasn't just woo-woo. You needed the science. Oh, how cool. I needed the science. Yeah. yeah. you're an analytical person. I am. And yeah. to me, I was like, oh, that's like badass. Like, that's cool. Things. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that I can do. And so yeah. then I was thinking, well, then, well, how do I talk about a gratitude practice with somebody like me? Somebody else who's like, well, what is that? How do I do that? Enter my curated gift boxes. So I have one called the Be Grateful box. So in there, it has tools for you to practice gratitude. It has your gratitude journal. It has this awesome candle in there that's made by this small business out in San Francisco, this um, company called Cell that I work really close with. It has a little handmade buzz va- um, bud vase that's made in a small ceramic studio mm. in Atlanta. And you think, why would you put a bud vase in a gratitude gift box? Well, I put it in there because... A big part of gratitude is appreciating your natural space, the natural world. So I want people to have a tool. So mm-hmm. go out there, pick a beautiful wildflower, put display it in your bud vase. You know, as you write in your journal, it's all these tools. Like you can kind of see where I'm going with this. So what I didn't want people to do is hear the concept of self-care and think, okay, great, what is that? I want to walk you through it. So I always say they're more than a gift box. They're a toolkit. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, because these are self-care tools. I want you to really understand that it's a how-to for you. So if you're interested in gratitude, great. I've got a gratitude box for you. I have lots of curated boxes. And that's you know what we talked a little bit about, too, about how self-care is so different for different people. So you get to design different types of boxes. Yes. Okay. So it's not just, hey, this is the box. No. There's a lot of different types. 
Exactly. And it's not a subscription box. People often think it is. Now, these are gift boxes, so no pressure. It's one time. I love it when people buy them, when women buy them for themselves. Oh, yeah, they're definitely doing yes. that Yes. That was actually, it's funny. When my originally, my original vision for this, I was thinking, like, women would buy them for themselves, but then I realized, you know, women, we buy Things for other people always. Yes. You know it, Hannah. Like, yeah. I mean, we are always at the bottom of our list. I don't know what it is. And I'm the same. I mean, I find it so hard to buy for myself, but I will go to a local market here in Charleston and I will get gifts for everyone I yeah. know. It's so, in August and you're like, well, I'm going to go ahead and get this person this for Christmas. Exactly. Like, why don't you get it for yourself? I know. But that's but that's okay. So you can get them as a gift. And actually, you know, um, I ship all over the U.S. I offer free local delivery here in Charleston. And I handwrite messages um, to all oh. of the gift recipients. Yeah, so when you're, you're checking out on my website and you order a gift box... Even if you're ordering one for yourself, like write yourself a cute little oh, message, yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. I mean, that if you're going to treat yourself, like treat yourself right, yeah. you know? So, um, so yeah, so self-care being so many different things, that was also part of the, quote, realistic self-care mm-hmm. journey for me was realizing it's, it's not one way. You don't have to do this way. For self-care for some people is a bubble bath, and that's great. You know, at the end of the day, they want to sit there, read their book. It's their one hour of, like, refueling themselves. Great. That's not what how I practice it, but that's fine. I'm a nature person. I love mm-hmm. being outside, going for hikes with my family. I do love reading. That's a big... Mm-hmm. Somebody asked me recently, if I didn't have any money, what could I do for self-care? I said, grab yourself a book from the library, yeah. sit outside, and just read for a few minutes. I mean, and again... That is self-care. I mean, that's what you're doing. It's whatever you need to do to fuel your soul. If you are very busy and you are in one of those jobs like I had, where you are working 80 to 100 hour weeks, um, find those micro moments. Um, I talk, I, I offer a lot of that in my blog. You know, I share free self-care content everywhere on my Instagram. I want to help people. That is the advocate in me, you know. Mm-hmm. It's funny because... There is a little part of me, and my friends will make fun of me for this, that I always think, oh, gosh, you know, I'm, I'm you know, a researcher. Like, I don't own a self-care gift box company. And they say, no, 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 no. You are an advocate for there women. And that really is how I see it, for real. Because I just want women to understand that there is a better way. And, yeah, sometimes it's breathing techniques. And sometimes it's meditation and yoga and all these things that you can do. Um, and I think one of the best things is that it can change every day. It can work with your lifestyle. There's no right or wrong way to practice self-care. I mean, I don't care what anyone says. I don't care if anyone on the, on the internet is telling you this is the way you have to do it. Don't believe them. It's what works for you. And actually, one of the things that makes a Be Mint in gift box so special is because in all of my gift boxes, I actually include my self-care tip system. And... To no surprise to you, Hannah. I would love to share. <laughs> it's based in research. Are, so all of them are in uh, each yes. gift box? So in every single gift box, I include my self-care tip system. I call it my holistic and realistic guide for busy That's women. So and it's exactly what we've been talking about, or rather what I've been rambling <laughs> No, I love it. You know you're probably the best, obviously. Well, you said, do you want to talk about self-care? I said, oh my goodness. Oh, here yes. we go. Yes. And so um, it's... Um, sort of the 10 gems for self-care, I call it. And it's based in the wellness research. I did a lot to find, you know, what are, um, what does it look like to practice self-care these days? And so no matter whether you buy like the Be Grateful box or you buy the Be Rested box for sleep or you buy the Be Mama box for a new mom, you know, I've got all my different curated collections. They all get this system because I think it's that important. And so in the system, it's things like defining success, Mm. taking a pause, making connections, moving your body, um, striking balance. So things like that. There's a tip card here on mindful eating. So, And they're like these handy little compact cards that you get. um, So that way, no matter what you want to focus on, you still understand that there's like a holistic approach to what self-care is. There's no one right or wrong way. But it's really important that you kind of look at all these pieces because especially if you're struggling and you're really um, needing something, sometimes it's the tiniest of little pivots. I don't think women and men, I'm not, you know, I don't, I know I'm speaking a lot to the women out there because that's who, you know, I picture when I'm working on my 
collections, but certainly, obviously, this is a universal issue. And um, yes, I do have plans in the future to have some more universal boxes. And actually, one thing I'm really excited that I'm launching soon on my website is a marketplace. So what I'm going to be offering people is um, perhaps you might love my Be Rested box, but really you just want that awesome sleep mask that Mm -hmm. I feature. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to purchase just the sleep mask or be able to curate your own collection. So you can pick different things. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, and make a box just for that person you have in mind. So that's coming Honestly, super soon. We're building it right now. Like before Christmas? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. So like make, I can make one for my mom. Yeah. I can make one for my best friend. You got it. That's what, like, I'm going back to the college days where mm-hmm. you get this self-care, or like this care box from your yep. mom. But it's like a blanket. It socks. It's like <laughs> goldfish and like a lot of Snickers. And I'm like, why did we think? I mean, that's all great. Like, love Snickers, love blankets, love socks. But I have seen this really big shift in self care is not just your face mask or like your no. under eye patch. It really is this everyday taking care of yourself. And yes. I, like you said, it's so universal. This problem of well, I just got to get through the day and I just got to get through the day and we're running at such a fast pace, but you're like, where are you going? You know, where are you mm-hmm. running to? And you look back and you're like, well, I, I got through those years, but is that really how you want to live your life? And it's almost like we are, we're ta- we talk about self-care on the podcast a lot because it is such a, a common kind of like a hot topic, especially right now, COVID and, and everything has made us realize how important this is. But I think people crave slowing down like you Mm -hmm. said we're all doing this to find whatever happiness means Mm -hmm. so we just do and we do more and we do more and then we have to take this like week or two if we're blessed long vacation where we just completely halt and then we're like all right let's go again we're gonna speed up and I think most people like I know I, I obviously struggle with this I don't know who doesn't I'm always looking for someone to tell me that it's okay to stop and that it's okay to to rest, but I'm like, it, it almost just doesn't make sense. Cause we're like, but then we're not doing and we're not, we're not producing. And I'm like, where did that come from? Like, where does this belief that we have to be constantly doing and producing and consuming, you know, like who made up that lie? Oh my gosh, Hannah, you just totally pushed my button in the best way because that was probably the hardest habit for me to break was the need to constantly be doing something. I mean, my husband always says, like, I've never seen you sit down. I mean, not anymore. But, I mean, I just, I filled every moment with, made it a productive moment. And it felt not only selfish to stop and slow down and rest, but pointless. It felt Mm. like I was wasting time. Come on. I mean, this could be time I got other things to be doing. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm not moving forward, I'm falling behind. And then I'll be even more stressed, you know, this. And so, oh my gosh, you know, they talk about it like being on the wheel. It really is. And that was ingrained in me from being, you know, from the time I was a child. I was always a type A high producer. Mm -hmm. Um, I could not enjoy rest and slowing down. Now, girl. You're so good at it. (laughs) Because it's it not, took practice. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Well, that's Let me tell you. Practicing self-care. That's why I yes. love it. Because it's this constant. It's not like you just you do self-care, you're good for the month. You're good no, for the no, year. No. You don't check it off. It's constant. It's like, That's what I always say about meditation. They call it a meditation mm-hmm. practice. Exactly. You know, they call it a gratitude practice. These are things that absolutely, it takes time. You know, do you know about the 2190 rule? No. Okay, so there's the 2190 rule. It, it What it is, is it takes 21 days to form a new habit, mm, okay, yeah. it takes 90 days to make it part of your lifestyle. Hmm. So 21 days, that's three weeks of doing something consistent, you know, and then three months to really just make it a part of your lifestyle. And it, it does, it takes time, it takes patience. My goodness, if there's one thing I would like people to take away from this podcast, it's please be kinder to yourself. I think especially as women, we are just, we are our own worst enemies. We are so hard on ourselves. And I think that's why we don't feel like we can reward ourselves with rest and, and taking and a pause. I'm still not good enough. No. I think it, it has to come from definitely society and everything society portrays. But then I also think, you know, like evolutionary, evolutionarily, mm-hmm. biologically, we have this drive to like sacrifice ourselves and serve others. And it, like, like you described, you and your work, you loved it. 
So it was almost like you sold your soul to it. Mm-hmm. 100%. And then you end up not loving it anymore. And you're like, why did I even get into this job that I love that now I'm hating my life? And I, like you said, I find this like high achiever, type A personality, mm-hmm. like high functioning. You like always have a lot of different things going on. They become very susceptible to burnout because you're just used to having all of these things and you're like pretty good at it. And then all of a sudden you, you just got to stop and it's like, you go at a hundred and I, I feel like this is like the way that our society rewards us. It's like, well, you get a couple weeks off and everything like shuts down and then you're like, all right, let's start again. And if you're just, this is why I don't understand like retirement. Like you're just crushing yourself your whole life to then go do nothing for the rest of your life. Well, I think it's funny you say that. I think a lot of people in our generation in their 30s, 40s, 50s are realizing that the definition of what retirement mm-hmm. was for our parents is a complete... I mean, we're that's not what it's going to be for us. Okay. In fact, my son always asks my husband and I if we're, you know, we're going to retire and our answer is always like, no, we, we don't get to retire. But, but we don't... But we try to define our lives differently exactly than what our parents did which is what you just articulated mm-hmm. which is work 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 work, work until, until you get 55 yeah. and then you stop and let's talk about that two weeks of vacation because i don't know about you but when i was in the throes of my wild life of working every minute of the day i would spend the first two days of vacation trying to calm yeah. down it's such a calm one story. day of rest yeah. and then the next four days panicking that i got to get back to work and, and what then i'm you gonna get miss back out and you need a vacation from you the need vacation. a vacation from the vacation like how, how, like, how much do you hear that yes but it's true so what if we worked in many moments every day where we had that lovely feeling of peace and calm and joy and happiness, whatever that might look like for you. So that way you didn't have to wait six months from now for your next weekend mm-hmm. away. You know, like what if you were able to pivot your life in little ways so that way self-care was a part of it and you could sort of just enjoy what you have every day a little bit more. You know, radical transformations are great. Slow transformations are much more effective. I mean, isn't that what they say in in your field? Absolutely. And so it's the same thing for taking care of yourself. Um, You said something really interesting, which is you said, you know, we were good at it. You know, we're good at doing it all. Like, I mean, I couldn't agree more. I, I didn't know any other way. I literally didn't. Um, let's, let's talk about, you know, this is important. This is an interesting transition because let's talk about meditation for a minute. This is another example of something that was introduced to me. Um, and I gotta be honest, I was one of those people and I guarantee people are driving in their car, listening to this podcast going, ugh, meditation. I can't, I can't talk about meditation or, or what I'm thinking is they can't, I can't do it. That sounds great. I can't do it. I can't slow down my mind. There's no way I could turn off my mind. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Right. That's why you do meditation is to practice slowing down and taking those moments. Um, Meditation has been extremely transformative for me. And trust me, I was an eye roll too. I was, I'm still the type of person. I mean, first of all, there is no perfect way to meditate. Just like there's no perfect way to practice self-care. You will never turn off your mind. You will never empty your thoughts. That is, unless you're like a monk in the Himalayas, you know, like that's not what meditation. That's your whole life. I know. And I actually have in one of my tip cards, I have a card in here about taking a pause that actually can teach you how to just for like three minutes, just like three minutes in your day. You know, um, if you are an, if you work in an office or you work in healthcare or you work in a really high stress situation. Literally, you could close a door. If you don't have your own office, you can find a space, you know, for three minutes to sit and do some mindful breathing to, um, you know, I, I talk about, you know, the sort of how-tos in my cards, but it really, really helps. And those few minutes of when you just sort of like help calm your heart rate down, help center your brain just a little bit. Does it mean that all your worries and cares go away? No, of course not. What is this, you know, none of this is magic, but it does work. It does help. 
I mean, I, I feel like I'm like, oh, I look. Like, what what was that old infomercial? You know, I'm not only a client, I'm oh also gosh. a president. You know, like, <laughs> but it's true. Like, I wouldn't be here advocating for it if I really didn't believe Because you, you said you, you doubted it all. It was almost oh. like, well, how many people out there doubt it and don't understand that these little things actually change your body physiologically? Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, you just feel good. It's like, oh, you just... Just be positive. Just rest. But, like, they don't understand what's actually really happening chemically and under the surface that changes your body's makeup. And for someone like you, and honestly for someone like me, and I'm sure a lot of listeners, you need to know that there's that, like, objective result, that there is that outcome. That it's not just like, oh, well, you know, the face mask feels good and it clears your pores or something like yeah. that. Can you talk to a little bit about, like, the benefits of meditation and maybe the benefits that you have experienced yourself. Oh, absolutely. I mean, first of all, again, the science of meditation. Mm-hmm. I mean, reduce stress. Um, it, it, it helps with sleep. It helps with connections. It helps you um, with focus, obviously. It helps you be a better listener. It can help you through so many things. For me, it really was one of those things that I... Practice, practice, practice. I do do it every day now. I certainly, again, you don't have to do it every day. If all you can muster is like maybe just like five minutes when you, you know, get in your car in the morning before you turn it on and start driving, maybe that's your just time to just breathe through it. Um, I actually created my own little meditation tool. Oh. Again, Hannah, I just want to I just want people to understand that it's all attainable. I find that sometimes if I go and tell people go meditate for 5 minutes, it's like what, how and who? Yeah. <laughs> so I created these little be calm kits. They're available on my website and it's it, they're these they're great. They come in this little cute carrying sack. And what it is is it's a glass orb. This little stand you can put it on so if you want to like put it on your desk or you know, put it next to your computer when you're working. Um, and it actually has, of course, because of me, it has a how-to card in there. And so it's a really great tool for you to learn how to relax your gaze, slow your breath, focus on your breathing. I mean, that's really the elements of what meditation is. They'll teach you, you know, if you go off and do a meditation retreat, they're going to teach you about breathing. They're going to teach you about returning to your breath and slowing down. And even if you quote unquote don't know how to do it, you're doing it. If you sit for three minutes and just like, don't look at your phone. I know, right? Like we always have our phones right next to us. Don't like try not to do anything. Mm -hmm. Even if you're like, fine, I'm just, I can't stop thinking about my grocery list and what I'm supposed to, you know, do this weekend for my kids or whatever is on your brain. Like try to just like let it go and focus on your breath. If it comes back in, you just note it. Let it go again. Come back into your breath. The more you practice, you do get those benefits of being calmer. You know, I've actually, you know, so quick side note, I've held some really high level positions in government and you find some really interesting characters when you work in these really high stress situations um, and you sort of look around the table and I'm always fascinated, as you can tell, very talkative person <laughs> and I'm always fascinated by the quietest person in the room mm. they just draw me I don't know what it is but if I'm sitting around a board meeting and we're having you know it out on some issue you know some policy issues in healthcare that we're trying to resolve whatever it might be and there's that one guy who's just sitting there quietly you know I'm always fascinated so of course this happened once and I approached this person after I said you know and he, you know you know they always say you know you don't need to be To make your point known, you don't always have to be the loudest person in the room, which is absolutely the case. But sure enough, this guy wearing a suit, totally, you know, been in the game forever, practices meditation Mm -hmm. as a practice on his own. Like, it's not like he's out there talking about it. He just, and he's able to be in these spaces and really in a high level, in a high stress situation and really just absorb, um, process when he contributed to the conversation, it was very thoughtful, you know, it was very helpful, um, and really just sort of took a back seat and probably drove the train without mm. anyone else noting. 
that's meditation, right? It allows you to do some of these things. And that's, you know, that's somebody who clearly, you know, really has embraced the practice of it and understands it. Again, I'm not saying we all need to have an inner Buddha, but that's just a real life example of I watched it happen to somebody else and I was like, oh, what does this guy know that I don't? And I mean, really, like, how cool is that? And he uses it in his real life. Exactly. So I was going to say, it's a great example of that it's not just for you at home before you go to bed. Like, it actually plays into your whole life. It can make every little thing a little bit better. Yeah. Where do you feel like, because we're talking about self-care. Yeah. Why did it start? Like, why did it come up? That is a great question. It's funny because I actually think, you know, it's been starting for a while. And actually the the interesting thing is that I think because it's with most things that you see, it's now starting to get like that backtrack, like, oh, self-care. We talked about, you know, toxic positivity and, you know, all of that, you know, like the eye roll of self-care. I think it started um, probably not altruistically. If I'm being honest, I bet it started by some corporation, like most things, right? To sell us some product and make us feel, yeah, right? Exactly. (laughs) And to convince us. Um, But what it did do is it got a lot of people thinking about, oh yeah, what? How do I take care of myself in this crazy hamster wheel that we're all mm-hmm. on? Like, what does that look like? And you know, you use the example of the self of um, face masks a mm-hmm. lot. I've actually never done a face mask. Like, I know, never? no, like, I know your face. All my friends are like, "What?" But that's such a great thing for self care, right? For you, a little moment, a little like mindful yeah, moment. Yes, I love it. Listen, that is your self care. That is a beautiful thing. And I always say, I'm not here to yuck your yum. But you've never um, done one. Like, <laughs> what did you do for self care if not face masks? You know, that's what everyone I know, thinks. That is that is what everyone thinks. Well, I'm here to tell you, it's way more than a face mask. Exactly. Um, I think it started, you know, from that. I think that a lot of people like me, though, have really taken the benefits of self care and have, you know, tried to advocate for um, for women to practice it in a way that. Um, maybe, you know, the Coca-Cola Corporation or somebody is not, you know, they had a different vision for it. it. They probably started it. I don't know who started it, but I mean, that's how I always think. I'm like, I don't trust, you know, advertising. I always think it's coming for me, but, and that's actually, um, you know, I talked about this um, also when I talked about my collections with ethical self-care, but so I... A huge thing with Beaminton is working with other small businesses. I always feel like if we're not trying to make the world a better place, like, what's the point? So instead of just, you know, buying junk that's made overseas that you can get off that um, huge online retailer You're that we won't name, heck no, they don't need any advertising from me. Um, I do so much research to find these awesome small businesses that are doing good. And they're out there, and they are making the coolest things, you know? And it's and it's so thoughtful, and it's so intentional. Also, they're all doing what they can for sustainable practices. You know, I'm seeing so many more of these companies doing plastic-free shipping, doing, um, you know, that all their packaging is really biodegradable and sustainable. I mean, it's really like everything from the item to how it's shipped to how it's manufactured to who's manufacturing it. You know, I talked about that sleep mask I love. I talk about my sleep mask because I love it. It's made right in downtown LA. Hmm. I guarantee if anyone is listening to this and has a sleep mask in their house, go look at the little hang tag and it will say made in China. Yeah. These are made right in downtown LA. How'd you find that? I'll tell you because I'm a research nerd. I wanted to find a really good company and I found one. This woman actually was a fighter pilot. And she wanted really good travel accessories. Mm. And so she designed her own sleep mask. And because she um, was out in California, she was, it was really important for her to support her local community mm-hmm. and create some manufacturing jobs. So she oh. built her own space. Good for her. Makes wow. these... The product itself is actually by... I think it's called... What is it? Tennisil? Um, it's, it's a derivative of a bamboo. So it's all natural. Mm. It's like machine washable, super soft. It's beautiful. It's luxurious. It's made in the U.S., if you're gonna get a sleep mask, get this sleep mask. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's what I'm talking about. And I do all the work 
for you. Exactly. <laughs> Let me do the research for you. So that way when you're thinking, I really need to get some rest. Or a friend of mine has called me every night this week or sent me a text at 4 a.m. because they're not sleeping. Oh. I could give them my Be Rested collection. Mm-hmm. And it has all these different tools in there um, to help you get a good night's sleep. It also includes the tip system so you know you're not, it's not just sleep. Because if you're struggling with sleep, girl, it's not just the sleep it's that's the issue. You've it's got a lot of other things you've got to work on. And that's totally cool. Um, and that's so important to me. So supporting small businesses, finding these awesome products, putting them together in these collections that I curate. Um, and now I'm going to be offering um, full customization. So, yeah, And even cool. if anyone's listening, I do do a lot of custom orders. Um, people can reach out to me if they really want something. I do corporate orders too. So oh. that, that's actually interesting. I didn't even mention this, but that's how I started. I wanted to help empl- other employees from mm-hmm. burning out. I wanted to work with companies so that way instead of just giving like the typical swag gift, like the corporate water bottle, mm-hmm. like give them something that will actually help them yeah so that's really was the origins and then boom pandemic and here we are <laughs> oh, really? so you had created this before COVID hit my original vision yes I hadn't officially launched but my original vision was to work actually b2b so I was going to work directly with companies mm-hmm. and I was going to help them help their employees through these self-care tools um, and we ha- and I had you know already cultivated like a lot of these relationships and I was working on a prototype and everything was going and then Boom. COVID hit March 2020. And like all people, I just I just kept moving. I just didn't know where the tides were going to, mm-hmm. you know, to sort of land. But I just one foot in front of the other. And um, I ended up, um, you know, getting a lot of advice from people thinking like, you know, this really would be great as a direct to consumer e-commerce mm-hmm. platform. I had never built an e-commerce website. My background is not in retail. I had to teach myself all this stuff. Luckily, I'm surrounded by amazing people in my life that are experts in this and can help me along. Um, And again, as I keep telling you, I'll just do the research. I mean, that's just my personality. I will figure it out. Um, And so it's been less than a year since bminton.com launched. It's been awesome. I love it. I'm doing all of the local holiday markets now. Oh, yeah. Tell me about those. Oh, gosh. Well, it's this time of year, Mm -hmm. Hannah, where everyone's thinking of gifts. That's the interesting thing because, you know, I've got this, like, advocate on one side of me. But I also do, you know, I have run this small business. So, you know, it is important for me to remind people that it's your holiday shopping season. So support local. (laughs) That's my little pitch. So (laughs) I'm doing lots of holiday markets. So actually, if you... Um, follow me on Instagram. I'm mm-hmm. at shop B Minton, which is shop B M I N T O N. And um, I always post about you know some upcoming markets I have. So if you want to come see things in person, touch, yeah. feel, ask me questions, um, look at the you know some of my curations. Can you purchase them there? You can absolutely like purchase them there. Them. Yep, you can yeah. purchase them there. You can order. A lot of people will come to the market and then you know just. Um, they'll order it, but then they'll still want me to ship it. I can ship all mm-hmm. over the U.S., so that's no problem. I'm always happy to do that. I just shipped a bunch of boxes to Alaska. So oh, wow. I know. It's so fun to think that, like, you know, I'm, I'm sharing the gift of self-care all over. Yeah, you know? everywhere. Yeah. Can you tell me the origin of your name, where that came from? It's a funny story. So, B. Minton... If you'll, as I said, when I was originally thinking of the concept of working with other employers... Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be a name. I wanted it to be non-gendered, non—you know—denominational, not like nothing specific. Um, and I didn't know exactly where the self-care concept was going to land. So I didn't want it to just be like self-care boxes. I actually didn't even know that's what it was originally. It to me, it was really just about helping people with these, you know, with like you know, rest and making connections, defining success, these types of things, you know, and then it's, oh, right, self-care. <laughs> um, and so a friend of mine um, actually helped come up with the name because we both love to play the game badminton. Oh! So it is a, it is a just silly inside term for badminton, but the reason that we loved it for a business name is because, one, it's a silly, fun game. Two, it's a game that everyone can play. 
it's, you know, again, I, my background's in disability rights. It's fully accessible. You don't need a high skill set to yeah. play it. It's just one of those things that's almost ridiculous in, you know, yeah. the, the, the names, how it's played. It doesn't take itself too seriously. And that, to us, felt like its own form of self-care. Mm-hmm. It felt like, right, you can practice this how you want. You can do it in a way that makes sense for you. Have some fun with it. Make you know it should bring some joy to your life, and everyone can do it. How did you find that? Like, how did you? Oh, badminton. Oh, literally, we had just finished playing a played. game of badminton, and, like, and we were sitting around her table trying to come up with names, and it just happened. I mean, it was the funniest thing. So, and I do love it because badminton sounds like a name, and I almost want people to know that there's a person, yeah, advocating for you. Mm-hmm. That it's like we're all a community here, and I really. I, w- I just, if I can help one woman from experiencing the dreaded burnout, I will feel like I've changed the world. Well, I'm sure you've helped many more than that. I also so like far so good. The B because it's like the B rested, be grateful, yes. like that helped. That it lends itself well. perfectly mm-hmm. into our collections, and they're all named like that. Yeah, except for my Charleston collection that yeah. I had. Be Charleston. Well, so we do for all of our listeners. I have um, my Central Charleston self care mm-hmm. collection. So we partnered with. Eight small businesses oh, here wow. in Charleston. So it's all local, Charleston. hundred percent local. hundred percent cool. local. I even have a brochure that I've included in there that talks about the brands. So that way, yeah. it's awesome. I've, I've that's probably one of my best sellers because I get a lot of people who are, um, who are who live locally and mm-hmm. will have friends or family visit. Mm-hmm. It's such a great thing to send back home, you know, um, as a little piece of Charleston. And then also you're supporting all of these local businesses. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing that doesn't fall under my B names. It had to be that's special. Okay. But that's, that's okay because okay it's it's our home. It's yeah. Charleston. Charleston's special unto itself. Yeah. It is. It's a great gift idea, especially like with the holidays coming up and all that. And knowing the year that everyone has had and knowing yes. that the self-care is a hot topic right now. Sure is. Getting... All of your friends. I mean, like, if you have an elephant gift exchange or whatever mm-hmm. we do, you know, it's just a, it's not the Victoria's Secret pajamas that people right. need anymore. Like you said, like the corporate water bottle. Like, yeah. Let's get people things that actually affect and affect the, their whole life, but give them that moment of rest and calm and relaxation because we know that that's such an issue right now. It's beautifully sad. What does your self-care look like in... How, I'm sure it's changed. You know, like, yes. how has it kind of morphed over the last few years? I mean, it's, be minted has been completely transformative, which is ironic because I've also launched a small business and yeah. any small business owner will know, especially an e-commerce entrepreneur, will know what it takes. I mean, it is quite an undertaking. But what's wild is for the first time in my life, I understand what work-life balance means. Mm. I understand... Okay, going back to what we talked about earlier, Hannah, the two of us not being able to, like, stop stop and slow down. Not only that, but, like, literally hating it, thinking I was wasting my time. Oh, girl, there's nothing I love more than just my cup of coffee sitting on my porch with my dogs in the morning and just doing nothing. You don't feel bad about it. Like, what? Feel bad about it. No, it's the People feel bad about it. And what shifted? It was a physical shift. I'm, I'm absolutely serious. Once that, that like, compulsive jitteriness to mm. achieve was settled, and I realized I was happier just sitting, that I was, like, taking those breaths, looking at the sunlight through the leaves. I mean, I know this might sound trite. I don't know, you know, how this sounds, but really just looking around, breathing, you know mindfulness have we talked about that yet how have we not that's we a talked huge, about meditation, oh we've got to talk about mindfulness <laughs> that is at the crux of what i do so so mindfulness is literally the practice of just being aware and being just not present being on your phone yes <laughs> or it's on your being email. present through all of the experiences um sorry all your sensations right so mindful of you know and again i'm sensitive to people who have any type of sensory disability, but as much sense, as many senses as you have access to, you know, be it, you know, smell, sight, touch, you know, all those emotions. It's really taking a pause to be present in your own life. Oof. That was it for me. Yeah. I had never known to turn that on. 
So that part of me was always turned off because I was in the survival mode. Mm -hmm. I was getting through the day. I was getting to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing till I crashed. I had no idea that I had the power within me to stop and, oh, this is what my coffee tastes like. And this is what it feels like when it touches my lips. And this is what it makes me feel when I take that first sip. And all those little mindful moments, I was not experiencing. No, you're like, let me try the coffee. Yeah, it was a f- absolutely. Brush my teeth, run out the door, hope I don't forget anything. Exactly, exactly. So that mindfulness is, by the way, it's a huge part of my life now. Again, if anyone's rolling your eyes, so easy it's so easy it really just takes practice and discipline to just breathe and check in and turn off your your things and I will tell you listen I am not perfect Hannah we can talk about the phone my phone is attached at my hip it is my crux I hate it I hate it but I am able to appreciate those moments like for example when I'm with my son now I really do try to be with my son you know, I always, I mean, I, he'll still tell me I'm t- on my phone too much, I'm sure. But I Until used to be. Yeah, right? Exactly. Oh, my gosh. And it'll be there. The I'm already there. But, really? Oh, my gosh. Yes. He wants one so badly. But yeah. um, just that is a huge thing of my self-care. So that is also how I'm able to sort of practice it throughout the days. I'm constantly having mindful moments. I do do meditation. And then I just, I love you know, reading, um, time to myself. Mm-hmm. I love being outside. So, um, my boys and I are big hikers. We try to, you know, obviously we live in Charleston. Yeah, I'm like, God, no, my, my, they're, they're, they're both, you know, they're both in the mountains. And so they, you know, my son was born in, in upstate New York. My husband's from upstate New York. They are mountain boys and they love to be hiking. And that is, huge part of my self-care mm-hmm. that's not something I can practice every day of course mm-hmm. here in Charleston I do love the beach I go yes. for walks on the beach oh I just love being outside I think for me what I do for self-care because it's also I you know I feel like now I'm becoming a self-care expert which is so funny for anyone who probably knew me five ten years ago yeah you know <laughs> what a pivot but I'm so much happier for it. And I'm also able to recognize that, yeah, of course I have days that are, you know, beginning to end. It's like my whole day is packed. I mean, today honestly is not an exception to that rule. But I'm able to um, enjoy the off moments a lot more. You don't a have lot this like more. hovering sense of, like you said, that jitteriness that like, oh, got to do this, got to do this. What am I forgetting? It's like this, you're just like fight or flight. You know, like we've all felt it where you're just like, why am I nervous right now? Yeah. Like it's 11 on a Tuesday. And if you have like a watch or anything like that, that looks at your heart rate and you're like, oh, my heart rate's 90. My resting heart rate is 90. And you're like, oh, this is an issue right now. I've noticed that a lot with myself just being like, why am I, you know, anxious? Yes. Right now. Yes. It's that constant anxious feeling. Absolutely. Um, And... I will say, you know, some of it is age and time. You know, the older I get, the more I am able to appreciate the smaller moments. My life is wonderful in the sense of what I've been able to build my relationships. I've been with my husband for 20 years. Oh, congrats. I mean, thank you. And I just, I, he's still my favorite human. Oh. I just, but these things take effort. Mm-hmm. And I'm now able to appreciate them as opposed to when I just was surviving. Yeah. Just getting... And that anxious 11 p.m. feeling, girl, that was like baseline. Oh, And man. I needed sleep aids to even calm yeah. me down, to go to sleep or, you know, drink, you know, like, you know, like mm-hmm. and finish off that bottle of wine, whatever it could to just survive. I mean, it was survival. And that is just such an yeah, unfortunate really was... way to live. Like, what? what's the point? Jeez. Exactly. Least, especially with the pandemic, isn't Did we all not realize, like, yeah, there's got to be a better it's way? It's definitely, like, you know, a, a near-death experience, like, shakes you up. And, like, mm-hmm. it definitely was not near-death for a lot of people. But it did kind of make you look at things differently, knowing that one day we were all going to work, going through our routine, and the next day... You never saw those people again for a really long time. Like a lot of people, their lives were drastically affected and it, you know, it, it kind of happened after 9-11 or after Katrina. Anytime we experience this trauma or this big change, 
it's awful, but it makes you reflect and look at your life. And during COVID, you saw so many people change their jobs or end relationships, start relationships, start new businesses, you know, that it almost like, I think sometimes you, you have to hit rock bottom to go in the direction that you were meant to go in. Like what would, what would your life look like if you never stopped? If you were on the same track that you were a few years ago of burnout, like what would your life be like today? Are you asking literally rhetorically? Because I think I have an answer. Uh, both. <laughs> <sighs> it, I wouldn't have been this happy. Yeah. I wouldn't have had the time with my son that I'm having. I wouldn't have had the connections with my friends. I wouldn't have been able to create my own business and be proud of that. I would be very successful on paper. Yeah, exactly. But I'd like, be very so successful how do you on define paper. Success? That was where it started, actually. Mm-hmm. So defining success was really huge for me because being a Type A human, growing up um, where education was very you know stressed in my household and career was stressed in my household. My mother was um, one of the first women to get um, graduate with a law degree. Wow, you know, her. yeah, she's and she still works full time. She is a trailblazer. Oh. You know, oh, I wonder, I wonder where my influences are. But no, she's amazing. But it was instilled in me that you don't stop. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no, just work. Just that's what's important. Um, and I'm not saying this is, you know, she she actually has good work life balance. Actually, finally in her life too, which is really nice to see. Um, but. I would be successful on paper and struggling a lot on the inside. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't be as happy and I wouldn't be sitting here having this fun conversation with you in your awesome place. This place is really cool. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I just feel like so much of a better me. Oh my gosh, that sounded trite even coming out of my mouth. But I do feel like a better me. I think there's probably so many people listening right now that are like desperate for a change. Right? Like, if you're looking at your life right now, and in a year, you don't want it to look like this. You don't want to feel, like, stressed out and anxious on a Tuesday. Then it's a, it's okay. You should change it. You can change you it. You can change it. And How it, can you change it? What advice would you give to those people? Small steps. Take little things. So, obviously, I would the say... Intro. I your intro. I was, I was commenting <laughs> to Hannah that I, I love graphic design. I do it on the side. And I think her logo is so cool. Because it is. It's the intro. It's slow and steady. No, I think, first of all, obviously, you want to go to bminton.com. First up. <laughs> and treat yourself to a self-care gift box. But really, it's, you need to just spend a little bit of time figuring out what is your perfect form of self-care. Hmm. So for some people, it's exercise. For some people, it's food. You know, like fueling themselves with cooking and something beautiful. Oh, I love when I can just right? cook when I don't have anything to do. And I'm like, this is so fun. Oh, you like make a, do a nice that, meal. A nice meal and, you know, fuel your body. You know, for some people, it's connecting with friends and really those human connections. I mean, self-care, goodness, we can talk. <laughs> Obviously, we are. But, we I mean, it, the, there is no one way. My advice to anyone would just be, one, be kind to yourself. The worst, you know, the last thing you need to do is be stressed about being stressed. Mm. We always put that extra pressure on ourselves, don't we? Mm. You know? We love being stressed. I love it. How are you? I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm fine. I'm tired. I'm stressed. I mean, yeah. Why do we love saying that? I don't know, because it's a pretty yucky feeling. Yeah, I'm busy. I'm stressed. And so we just keep telling ourselves and we just keep, you know, like reassuring and just like putting a stamp on it that we're busy and that we're stressed. So it's like we start to like base our identity around the fact that we are busy and that we are stressed and then you realize you haven't talked to your people that you love in four weeks because mm-hmm. you've just been busy and putting mm-hmm. them off and it's yeah. like like you said like what's the point what of being the, this yeah. busy like what's the point of having all these great successes if you're not enjoying it and you don't have anyone to share them with I would say there's no point honestly I would say that it's really that's that's not a, you know, a fulfill a fulfilling life. I would say it's a worthy mm-hmm. life. I think you, you know you can achieve a lot. I think you can do a lot. I think that that it's heartbreaking a little bit. I was there, so I can say firsthand. And I know so many women who are mm-hmm. still there. I mean, so many women who are still there. So, so my first piece of advice was to be kind to yourself. Don't stress about being stressed. Give yourself some grace. To, you know, take those mm-hmm. rests. Two. Do a little bit of introspection just to feel to realize what fuels you, like we talked about. You know, there's so many different ways to do it. 
Three, make time in a way that works for your schedule. Let me say that again. Make time that works for you. So that is a huge pushback I get from women saying, I'm just too busy. Well, guess what? You're all, everyone's too busy. They're, you know, like that really is like, you don't get extra hours in the day. That'd be a wonderful thing, but we don't get that. We would just fill it with more things. Oh, I know. I certainly would. I absolutely you can figure out if it's, and I'm, I, listen, you know, people always say, get up an hour early and mm. start a morning routine. That's really hard. If you've got small kids, best of luck to you. But yeah, if, you, if you know, want to sleep. Yeah, if you want to sleep. But maybe you can, you know, you know, just figure out sort of in your day, how can mm-hmm. you incorporate it? Maybe you can take um, a 10 minute meditative um, walk during your lunch break before you sit down and eat your meal. Um, and just don't bring your phone. Just go for a walk with your own thoughts. Breathe slowly. It makes such a huge difference. It's a huge oh difference. I mean, really, again, we'll go back to the science. It will make <laughs> it will make a difference in your life. So I think those are the three sort of elements mm-hmm. for, again, realistic self-care. I love it. Realistic. I'm not asking anyone to do anything radical. Listen, a spa day sounds great. I can't afford a spa day. <laughs> Bless you if you can. If you're listening to this, you go do that for yourself. But that might not even be what you need. Yeah, you know? exactly. Because is, is that just a day that you turn off everything and then you get really stressed because it starts back again the next it's day? It's not a practice. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a lifestyle long-term. change. Exactly. It might. I mean, obviously. It's great. It's great. <laughs> and it sometimes people kind of need that like short-term solution to kickstart it or to just make them realize like, oh, I need more of this and how do I put a little bit of, bit of this into my everyday life? Like... I always, whenever I go on vacation, it's almost like I don't talk to anyone for a week. Like, I sit on the beach with a book, mm-hmm. and I don't talk to people, and I, like, look forward to that. And then I had this thought, like, what if I just put a little bit of that into my everyday? Like, I know. Bing, 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 hit well, that's like, it! 20 to 30 minutes before bed, in the morning, whenever I can fit it in, of just by myself reading and it just makes, like, I look forward to it. Yes. I feel calm. It just makes such a big difference. I don't have to wait until May of every year to go on a beach vacation. Obviously, we'll still do that. <laughs> but if and the benefits of living in Charleston is we can do that oh, often. Yes. But that is, oh, man, girl, that's exactly it. That's it. You found something that calms you, centers you, fuels you. That's easy, that's mm-hmm. affordable, that's accessible, Yeah, and that you can practice every day. It's realistic. It's realistic. Yeah. And you read. And you get to read. And you get to read. I'm yeah. a huge reader. After, yes. when we finish recording, we're going to share our book list. Oh, because yeah. I'm all, every time I meet a reader, I, I like jump oh, on man. it because I'm such a big reader. Are you too. reading anything right now? Oh my gosh. I read a lot. I read, I'm, I'm a big fan of um, Libby, which is the Charleston's public, well, it's actually not just the Charleston oh. Public Libraries app. It's any, uh, lots of libraries are affiliated with it, but huh. it's, you know, you put your library card in yes, and you get free, I mean, unlimited free books. Yeah, so I just, I, I do audiobooks and I read books and I love it. And um, I have lots of reader friends and so we always, mm-hmm. you know, are constantly sharing books and I read all types. So obviously being an analytical person, mm-hmm. I do like to read a lot of books that, um, I wouldn't. I would not call them self help books. I think that genre was like from the eighties. I don't even know where that, like that's the a terrible term. Yeah, I guess there must be. There, yeah, something like that. That's. A, I like that one. We're yeah. gonna go with that term. So I read. I read. You know, books like that that mm-hmm. are interesting for sure. And then I read like a, a fantasy. Yeah. I read something historical so fiction. Different. I love all genres. If it's a good book, I'm. Yeah, exactly. I'm in. I'm in. That's a huge self care for me too. I like that. Where can our followers and our listeners find you and your business? So the best place to find me is on my website. It's bminton.com, B-M-I-N-T-O-N.com. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest. It's oh, at, Pinterest. Yeah, I love Pinterest. I love Pinterest. <laughs> it's at shopbminton. So it's shop, B-M-I-N-T-O-N. And please follow along. And you know what? If you sign up on my website, I'm one of those people that's very kind to your inbox. I only send an email once a week. And it usually has um, some deals or it'll have like a new self-care tip blog, um, places where, you know, you can find us around town, maybe a spotlight on one of our makers because we do a lot of our Meet the Makers features. I like to share information about these small businesses that I feature in my collections. Um, if you're local, again, I offer local delivery. I'll be around town at the local markets. If you're listening and you're not local, I ship all over the U.S. 
um, and follow along. I'm a new business, so it's fun to also, you know, sort of watch the growth. It's been... Oh, yeah. What, I haven't even been around. I'm just coming up in a year. When and it's it been wild. I don't remember. It's around this time. It. You should have it on your calendar. I know, but you know... one year anniversary. It's like that gray... When do you start a business? Maybe Is like, it the day that you when turn you the sell, lights like, on? your first Ooh, I'll have to look that up. That's a yeah, great question. And, like, definitely... Celebrate you know, cheers that. Cheers yourself. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. I like that, Hannah. I'm going to do that. And and then we were talking before, holiday season is coming up. Mm-hmm. Any yes. promos, anything for our listeners? Absolutely. So I would love to offer a 10% discount on anything for all your listeners. Just use code HEALTHY10 when you check out at bminton.com and get 10% off your order. And um, that's just for you guys, just for your Very listeners. Sweet. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm so excited. Everyone, if you are in my family or my friends, you will be getting a box. <laughs> So just be prepared. Go ahead and send me your order. I love it. Thank you so much, Leah. This has been great. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun. Everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Head on over to Instagram. Find us at Healthy Charleston. Leave us a review on iTunes. If you ever have any topics you want us to talk about or guests you want to bring on, feel free to DM us. Otherwise, thanks again.